live from Estopan All In. It's the Vamos Marados Podcast, powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to the Vamos Marados Podcast. We are back. My name's Benton, and I'm joined with by Zach. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing better. I I, I defeated the plague. Yeah, you got you got struck down. Yeah, <laughs> very unfortunate. I went on vacation, and then probably not probably co- not coincidentally got home and caught COVID right afterward. But I'm good now. At least it didn't prevent you from going on the vacation. Yeah. So I guess we need to apologize to our listeners. We haven't, uh, we haven't done this in a while. It's been, we've been busy lately. We got, we got, we got radio to do now. And, and we made the mistake of booking all of our guests in like one week apart from each other for one month solid, but we had a big break before that. Yeah. We got really ambitious and then, I know I got busy like for several weeks there. I was, I was uh, um, gone, traveled somewhere for like quite a while. And it's just been absolutely draining. So we never had any attention to abandon this podcast. So I'm glad that we're finally getting back, back to at it. it. And we have a pretty full schedule for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so, we got a, it, we got a lot going on. But today we got a special guest. We have Mr. Connor Cunningham. Connor, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. So first off, for those those that are not familiar with you, they may have like seen your name in passing, but not quite register. What do you do related to Louisville City and racing Louisville? Um, I pretty much I just take all of the photos. I document everything um, from the second the players arrive to pretty much the second they get off the field. Yes, he's the man. He's one of the men snapping the pictures away and you get a lot of really great ones. Um, I guess first thing I want to ask you is how did you get into photography in the first place? Has this been like, were you like involved at a real young age taking pictures or is this something you found like later in life or, or how'd you get to this spot now? Um, it actually happened. I took a photo, like my iPhone four, like 2013, of like a sunset actually going to a university of Louisville soccer game. And ever since then, I was like, okay, this is like pretty cool. Like, like taking pictures of like clouds and sunsets are fun. So I started to like just do that more like through high school. And then like I always like loved, like loved sports. So kind of like just naturally, like I just kind of went into sports as a niche. And then my parents got me a camera like 2015, and it kind of just spiraled um, out of control ever since then. Um, went to JCTC um to learn like to get an associates in uh commercial photography and while doing that i would reach out to literally every sports team i could in the louisville kentuckiana area to see if i can like, come shoot get some experience because you know just have like an actual um sports anything going on there so i was able to freelance kind of do stuff for some teams and then it wasn't until what was it 2020, a little bit right after COVID, um, games started to happen a little bit more. And I reached out to Jonathan Littner, who he is my number one savior. Nothing would be ever, would happen if it wasn't for him. Um, I just emailed him and I was like, hey, can I like come shoot for you guys? Um, and he was like, this was like right when the season like just starting new stadium. So he was like, um, maybe let's wait a few games once media kind of dies down. And um, once I eventually got out to a game, got the game, amazing, had a hell of a time. 
And then I send him the photos. He's like, these are awesome. If you ever want to come out, um, I'll have a season pass, you know, you're, you're welcome. I was like, uh, absolutely. And in 2021 season, kind of, they kind of saw me just chilling and they kind of started using me more, um, like kind of as an intern and, um, which was great. Like I needed that experience. I needed to have something cute. And in this season, I've kind of just been like their go-to guy for all things like media day, um, every game and it's been great. Cause you've done a lot of the pictures and stuff like when they're like showing the kits and some of the other stuff, like contract signings in the off season, you've done a little bit of that work as well too, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did a shoot with uh, Jogo last year before it was announced that he was leaving, did a little shoot for him, did a shoot for Danny Cruz, um, to announce that he was going to be our new uh, coach. But yeah. Those are, those are really fun doing those like side shoots, me shooting some actual portraits. Have you gotten to do any, uh, any particularly high concept stuff? Is there any, any fun, like off the field shoots that stand out? Um, pretty much the highlight was media day. Um, like designing because literally like three, two to three weeks before, like the scheduled media day, they contacted me. was like, Hey, do you want to like come create like a station, like a little section just for you? And I was like, um, absolutely. But then I had like, I had to like brainstorm all these ideas on what I should do. And I ended up doing the like purple backdrop, like, um, with the smoke and ended up doing that. And I really like how that ended up coming out. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like all the, like the headshot ones. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think we use them like for our starting 11, like, for, like prints, but they've been, we've been using the heck out of those. They've really gotten use out of those. Nice to see. That's really cool. Uh, one thing I want to circle back on is you mentioned like uh, you, you were going to University of Louisville soccer game, like when you were first kind of started mm -hmm. taking some pictures and it first kind of clicked for you. I was going to ask you about your previous experience and exposure to soccer. So something obviously you followed at least to a certain extent before Louisville City and racing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah I used to play at Tom Sawyer um, as like a youth playing there. Like it was never like too good, but I always, you know, it was really fun. Like soccer was my go to sport, soccer and baseball but I played soccer more than I did baseball and uh, played in high school. That's actually why we were going to a soccer game was a, a, like a little field trip for our team to like see um, like actual, some, you know, university, like professional D1 soccer. And that was like a really cool thing to see in person. That was like my first time ever actually seeing soccer in the flesh. Very cool. It's a, I, I love the symmetry of it. It was kind of one of your like first pivotal moments taking pictures just happens to be at soccer, which has kind of been one of yeah. your big breaks. And yeah, you've like taken, you've taken some baseball pictures too, right? I mean, you, yeah. you mentioned playing baseball. I feel like I've seen you post some bat stuff. That's yes. Pretty I'm good. also the photographer for the Louisville bats, but for this uh, purpose, we don't need to talk about them. <laughs> well, I'm just kind of curious. Um, like what it, is there a big difference for you between shooting something like baseball, which tends to be a little slower. You tend to, maybe know where the action's going to happen more versus like soccer is, is it a big difference as a photographer going between the two um i think so i i'm just so used to it i feel like it just comes natural but like baseball is such a hard sport to photograph because especially if you're shooting like the defense you don't know where the play is going to be yeah. you know you can be set up hoping the play is going to be going to the shortstop and then it might go to the, the first baseman you have to like really quickly 
like figure out where's the ball, where's the player running to, oh, oh is that player going to come to third? Now I have to like prepare for him to slide into third, and you just you have to like kind of constantly have your head on a swivel. No matter how you, no matter how much you're paying attention, the second you look away, the coolest thing ever is going to happen right in front of you, and you miss it. That's just yeah. I hadn't thought about that because I I was thinking, oh, baseball's a slow sport, but it's like there's a lot of downtime. But when the action happens, it happens a lot quicker than in soccer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's more like kind of an obtuse like angling to like get some of these pictures particularly and i'm thinking when you're taking pictures for a little city racing game like you can post out kind of behind mm-hmm. the the goal of the home team and, and have pretty good angles for some of these scoring opportunities meanwhile baseball like you just get these weird particular sight lines that you're limited yep. to and again that not knowing where it's going to happen in the first place exactly i could be set up on the third base side but then the coolest thing happens on the first base and you know you're just screwed so like i try to like move around a lot but the second you move what something cool would just happen right where you just were and it's like you just have to roll up the punches it's like that's just how it goes but yeah soccer you pretty much know where it's going to happen what sucks about soccer is when they celebrate and they go to the opposite end and i'm like guys no don't don't go that way like please come towards me have you ever have you ever talked to him about it like hey if you score come hunt me down i have not i want to i want to just have like a big sign that just says like come this direction like but I tried, I try not to talk to them too much. I try to be like really reserved and like, let, just let them do their thing. Just kind of like just document whatever they do. And sometimes I'll have to just sprint over there and try to snap a photo and get the best it, I can. But guys like Wilson and, and Matiti, they've been very fun and they're in yeah. They've been probably the most animated in their celebrations. I bet if you gave them a little nudge, like, Hey, if you score, like, just, you know, look for yeah. me, I'll be on your, your left or right. They'd, I really should, they'd I really that should. Up. I, but I have not done that just yet. I'm still waiting for them to do something really extravagant, like take a camera and do like a selfie or whatnot. Like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, they, I think uh, some MLS team had that happen. I think it was Austin FC that happened, and that was so cool. This is a this is a sidebar, but it's been it's bugged me for a long time. So you know, like what was it, like 2015 or something, the NFL came out with those pylon cams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I it blows my mind that somebody's not used that as a selfie stick in a celebration. That's like just hold that camera up. Dude, like that was my <laughs> first thought when that came out. I'm like, dude, that's worth like whatever fine. That's something like Chad Johnson would have done like right away. I think I because it because because it hasn't happened, they've probably discussed the fine and it's maybe not worth it. I don't know. Some of these dudes Those get paid, paid for they would do it. You I mean, not even. I mean, they're meant to get hit around. You just got to hold it up and they get that angle. And I mean, it's the NFL's picture. They're going to post it on all their socials and get all yeah, the that, clicks and whatnot. And we got to talk with the team because you have given me a great idea for for a goal celebration because i i have been bringing my polaroid camera with me mm-hmm. to the stadium but you know just like taking some pictures here and there uh a post goal celebration polaroid oh, selfie would be absolutely perfect insane the thing with soccer is is i'm afraid like when you start bringing props in the occasion that's when a card comes out and that's yeah. a little more significant than like than a you know a little like pushing you back on the kickoff or or that $15,000 fine for a guy who makes hundreds of millions. Yeah. Yeah. But we could, you know, when, De- when coach Cruz is around here, earmuffs, if he's listening, like plant that seed, you know, <laughs> we'll make it available. We'll help him. Yeah, I'll just talk to Haley about it. I'll cover the fine. <laughs> if, it, if, if, if they can afford it, I can help chip in. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. We can start a GoFundMe for that one. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so Connor, what is uh, what was your first like memorable moment pitch side? Is there something that kind of sticks out for you your first time shooting for the club? 
Um, well, that's a great question. A funny story, actually. My first game, I was so like this is my very first time like being in the stadium, um, seeing the team. I was so nervous and had no idea what I was doing. I was still like figuring out just how to like shoot photos. And I actually accidentally like was shooting like loose city's defense the whole time. I didn't like really even like realizing I was so like um, tunnel vision did not know what was happening at all. Like um, I pretty much just totally blew it. Like the, my first like two games and I started to like kind of home in and realize what I was like trying to do. But um, that's probably my first memory of just like screwing up essentially. So it was like a Sean Tosh photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I, just, I remember it was uh, what was that? Our goalkeeper Ben. Um, Blunt. Yeah, him. I would just like have like twenty photos of him. Yeah, just a whole game of everyone's back. <laughs> essentially, yeah. that's really how it was. Well, that's funny. Um, well, do you have a favorite um photograph for that you've taken of Louisville City or racing? Oh my god! Is there one that like sticks out to your mind? For racing, immediately is the Women's Cup celebration photo. Um, I think oh, I yeah. still have it as my Twitter banner. Of, like all of them just surrounding Katie Lund. That was an incredible moment to be, be there for and witness the document. That was incredible. Um, for Loose City, man, um, I really like the one of Ray praying after, I think it was first St. Louis after the open cup and he was praying and in the background it says like loose city win that one's incredible love yeah. that one um, i actually one i remember that one that was really good yeah that one's that one really like told a story just in one photo and that's what i try to aim for but it's really uh, getting photos like that are few and far between um i was in the uh corner um where was i i was like in the horseshoe of the stadium taking some uh, stadium shots. And I think uh, Enoch scored a goal and like everyone in front of me, like was raising their hands, freaking out. And that was a really cool photo to like be there in the, in the stands and see that like document it from the stands. Really cool as well. But I mean, literally every game I could talk about, like every game is just incredible. It's, it's been one of my rituals that the day after a match, like that next morning when I'm getting my stuff together for my writing, one of my favorite parts is to go into that Dropbox and take a look at all the pictures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, I, and... Definitely... I definitely try to uh, get all the photos as, as out by the morning as soon as possible so people can enjoy it and reminisce. Yeah, I actually, I had, a, I had a question about that because like I – I'm not used to taking pictures with cameras that were made after I was born. <laughs> so I, I was kind of curious about like the, the process um, with like, um, you know, it's, that's a pretty quick turnaround that, mm. that you get the, the, the photos to the team. So like, what, what is your process? Like, do you have time to do much editing at all? Or is it just like, take the pictures, put them on the drive? Like, um. uh, what sort of how's that go from start to finish? Um, during the games, I will just download the photos live, just straight to my phone, and then upload it or uh, text it to Haley. And get it like pretty like after a goal, I probably should have the photos to her about five ish minutes. It depends how many like photos I'm downloading, and then that's how I do it during the game. And after the game, I will immediately come home, put all of my photos, which was like thousands. I think this last game was like upwards of like 4,000 photos. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. 
a lot of burst mode yep pretty much just shooting like (laughs) for 40 photos like per like step essentially (laughs) and um i'll move those all to my hard drive so i have like a backup and then i'll upload them to lightroom and then i will immediately go through all of them edit that night I probably don't have to do that, but I feel like it's like my responsibility to edit as soon as possible. So the players can have it in the morning. Um, you guys can have it. Fans can have it. You know, our team, like our media team can have it if we ever want to like post after when, which usually we do. And um, that way I also don't have to like procrastinate. <laughs> but sometimes it takes me upwards. Like I'll be up till like 4 a.m. editing photos sometimes. Ed- editing takes forever. Yeah. I will literally just turn on like a movie or two and just watch it while I edit. And I, I love it. I'm a night owl anyways. So it works not out the, for me. Perfectly. Not to mention the fact you have so many like that. This, I mean, like mm. I get it. Like I know these memory, like you get monster memory cards anymore that are going to hold that time. But like just having to flip through that many, like it's almost yeah. like you're going like frame by frame. We're watching the entire match. No, it's that's literally <laughs> exactly how it is. Yeah, I would imagine like a big, a big problem with like it's an embarrassment of riches. It's like picking your shots out of a collection of that much much is is yeah. a long process in itself. Even before you get to editing, I would yeah, imagine after a game, I'll probably, hopefully, I want to deliver at least like 120 photos at the very least. But I try to average around like 180, 200 like edited solid photos. Um, so it's like really hard when people are like, "Oh, do you remember like this photo?" You took, I'm like, dude, you gotta be, you gotta like, like actually like either just show me the literal photo or like paint the most exact photo like ever so I can like understand what, what photo. Cause there, I take so many, like three different teams. Like, um, it's so hard to like keep track. I, I can't, yeah, I can't even imagine. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> now one thing I, at one time when we, we chatted after a match, you showed me your camera and when you take the pictures, it's completely silent. I don't know. Yes. I, I, I think that's, I think that's really cool. I, I mean, I, I'm sure it has some practical applications. I can't think of them, but it's just, it's just really neat. You're like, oh, I already took it. I'm like, well, what? Is it yeah, a mirror? Or are you shooting yeah, on a mirrorless? It's mirrorless. It's yeah. mirrorless. So like with DSLRs, when you take a photo, it literally in like physically inside the camera, the mirror needs to come up and let light into the sensor, which is then what the photo is. So mirrorless, there is no, there's nothing happening. It's just like already open and when you take a photo. It's just, that's, it's, that's it. It's pretty much just taking like a screenshot of what it's seeing. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't okay. need to like have that actual literal noise. But like yeah. when you do have like a mirrorless camera and it is making noise, it's all just fake. Okay. Just I didn't let you know. Yeah. yeah I didn't, I didn't know that the, um, that the, like the digital cameras still kind of use that, that mirror component. I knew obviously I was part of like the film stuff, which mm-hmm. I'd been tinkering <laughs> with, but I can't say I know that. I don't know that the, uh, uh, the anatomy of a <laughs> digital camera. DSLRs are essentially uh, the same as film cameras. You just, they swapped the film with the sensor, but okay. everything else about a DSLR works the same as like the last generation of film cameras worked. And mirrorless are really the first like big change in the way yeah. cameras work since, gotcha. since DSLRs. Yeah, but keeping it quiet during interviews is a uh, huge. Plus. Oh, yeah. I always feel like I'm being annoying. I'm just, like taking like photos during interview, but I can do it silently now. And... Now, one thing I've one thing I've noticed is that like the photographers, like I when the one time I kind of went on the field to take some pictures, it was the uh, it was that premier match against Phoenix, and I was super self conscious mm-hmm. about like creeping on the field, so I didn't go very far out when they were doing the intros. Oh, <laughs> like people don't do like 
people don't like notice you out there, which is it's, which is kind of funny. You just kind of like blend in, which is probably exactly what you want. Yeah, I mean, I used to have that problem too. Um, even like like especially if I like freelance or like um, another like team. Like for example, I did University of Louisville volleyball. I was always kind of like nervous. Like, am I overstepping? Am I blah blah blah? Like, but nine times out of ten, you were completely fine. Like, you could <laughs> easily come out there. Um, but it's always like you you have to like just talk yourself into it. Now I'm I'll sprint out anywhere um, at this point. I don't I don't care. But um, it's definitely nerve wracking. When I first started doing that, I always was like, oh my god, everyone's looking at me. But no, like literally, that's like I'm like the opposite. Like everyone's looking at the players. So Connor's like, I was on the pitch for half that last match. You didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the camera uh, makes me invisible. It's my power. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. Um, like with your like like equipment, obviously, like. How expensive is this like professional grade equipment? Like I have, I have like no, I have um, like no sensor indication. Like I've seen like the one the lenses you have was like absolutely enormous, and that yeah. can't be like cheap, right? Is that like a rental or is that yours? Um, no, that's that's mine. That's a three hundred two point eight, which is Ooh. about I think it's five thousand five hundred. Uh, but literally, I, if I that thing has made me be able to capture so many incredible photos, um, so it's totally worth it. Oh, like I, don't, even, I don't doubt the the value when you're a professional. Yeah. Like there's even bigger ones, like a 428, which is what I want next. That's like brand new. It's like 12 to 14,000. <laughs> um, the Z9, which I just got is 6,000. 6, um, then the D850, Nikon D850, which I have two of those um, are 3,000 each. And then like lenses can... Or sometimes, you know, sometimes so I, I have a cheap lens like that's like only like 200, my 51.8, then like 7200, 2.8, that's like 1,500. Like I just save up um, a lot. And I used to work at Walmart, and so that's how I used to mostly pay for most of this. But um, literally every every money I make, every little cent goes right back in to uh, photography. Yeah. Like now the one lens jumped. I'm talking about, it's like it's like three feet long or something like that. Like it's that's why I need that little pole. Oh yeah, up, I don't. I could I don't not imagine it. holding it up without a monopod. That or your arms would be jacked after using it so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I treat every every day as a workout. Seriously. <laughs> now we've dove into gear talk. I, I'm excited. So, do you um, uh, do you normally bring like multiple cameras mm -hmm. uh, to shoot the game with? What to? I would imagine like with different lenses for different situations. Yeah, or, exactly. Um. Usually I'll set up with my 300 on my um, Nikon Z9, and then I'll have sometimes I'll have my 7200 if they get, if they come too close or a celebration comes my way, or sometimes I might have a 50, sometimes I might even have my uh, 35. Like I knew for the Open Cup versus St. Louis, like if we won that, they were gonna like I was gonna get either they were gonna like come right towards me and I was gonna get in their faces, so I was I put on my 31. Or my 35 1.4 and that exact thing happened they came right up in, into my face and i had if i had anything longer i just would not have been able to take a, a single good photo yeah so Forbid like <laughs> forbidden in the listeners so the <laughs> the smaller focal lengths like like 31 and 35 mm -hmm. that's where you get like the fisheye lens view the the wide angle where you yes. can like see most of the background and for wide angle lenses like the shorter the lens is the closer you need to be to whatever your subject is for it to look the same size. 
So yeah. with like a, a 30, you can be right up in somebody's face and get a picture. Whereas like, if you had like a longer lens and you're right up on somebody, you're just going to have like a picture of their nostril. Yeah. <laughs> See the actual cells on their skin. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> they can even focus. Sometimes yeah. Because And it is what my camera was like, what's this guy doing? Like, won't know what so, to do. The problem I've had, what I've, because I, I, I've gotten some pictures on the field, but I've mostly tried to take like crowd shots and shots mm. in the sands and, I usually only have like a 50 millimeter lens yeah. on my camera. And like, I want to get like a cool shot where you can see the whole stadium, but you really, you need like a wide angle lens. Cause with yeah. the 50, you can only see one side of the stadium at a time. You can't get yep. the full thing in with that, without that lighter lens, wider lens, no matter how yeah. far I can get. I have a 14 to 24, which that's when you get really wide angle, like fisheye effect. And that's what full I use. Skateboard video stadium. look. Yep, exactly. That's what <laughs> I use for stadium shots. Uh, Zach, you, you reminded me of something I want to ask. So, Connor, do you like do you like shooting crowd shots as well? Um, I know. I wish, yeah. I crowd shots are. It's doing that is it really puts when you see photos like that, like it really puts people in the perspective of like, oh wow, like that's me. Like look at how much fun everyone else is having. But as like you know, I shoot for the team, so you have to like like think of the pros and cons. If I go up here and they score, I'm not on the field capturing. Yeah. The celebration if it's a cool one which is literally what happened um a few games ago when i did that in the enoch score this was like a while ago like three months ago now and um that's that same thing happened but like it, it, it almost like outweighed all of the cons because having seeing everyone celebrate in the stands and like everyone like waving their arms and whatnot was totally worth it and mm -hmm. i can easily miss that celebration um, I, i'm big i that. like i like getting different views of things so i feel like we get we get views of the celebration every time, but like, mm -hmm. it's cool to get like the crowd celebrating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to get, get it something different than you get every other game. Yeah. I pretty much like, I think my thinking was like, I'm going to leave around like once 38 minutes happens, I'm going to leave right before halftime. Probably nothing will happen and run up, get some shots. But I think like literally it was like the 44th minute he scored and it was like, Oh shoot. <laughs> Oh well, it happens, I yeah. feel bad for the players, like because like they kind of like rely on me to capture them doing stuff, and I'm like, oh no, like they're gonna get mad. Like, hopefully they really don't take it personally. Like, it's funny. This is why we need to put the Polaroid out or like a phone or something so they exactly. can get their own selfie. Oh, that'd be magnificent. Oh, I'm excited thinking about it. Um, I, I I I did think of a, another thing, Connor, and I'm going to do my best to describe it to you. So one of my favorite shots, I believe, is you took it. It was of it was you were it was a corner kick. You were on the waterfront end as a back shot. And I was lined up. I think they were in okay. their blackout kits from last year. Yeah, I think you you mentioned. It. I think it was one of the first. The point I'm trying to get to on that one. Well, one, it's a fantastic angle. It's one of my favorite shots. Just, and I know it's been done before, and you've done it a couple of times. But that particular one. I think around that time you'd posted something about getting some sort of lens cap that really made the lights mm -hmm. pop. Can you tell, like, is, is, is that true? Or is that something you did like in, in light, the light studio thing after the fact? Um, no, like all those lens flares are totally uh, real. Um, I have this um, filter that you put on the um, end of your lens and it like screws on, like every lens has like a thing just for this. And um, it makes lights like really starry and it looks really really incredible um and yeah that's what i did for that shots however sometimes it will miss i'll almost like ruin shots because the starlight like the 
the lens flare will be like over someone's face and yeah. will like kind of almost ruin it. So I have had like celebration shots ruined because of that. Um, but nine times out of 10, it honestly is like really cool. It makes it look so much more dramatic and uh, spectacular. That's why you take 4,000. Yeah, exactly. I, I literally <laughs> just hope, I hope one of them happens. Like after light shows, I literally have to just um, take a hundred photos and just hope at least one kind of looks cool. I, you, so you beat me to it. I was going to ask how, like, I know we had a lot of talk, talk early on about, about the light shows and, yeah. and, and filming the games. Like how, how, how have the light shows been from a taking pictures standpoint? Um, I actually just talked to, uh, who was it? Portland Thorns photographer about this when he came and traveled with them. Um, he hates them. Um, he had like a whole thing on Twitter talking about it. Um, but he, his perspective is like as a photographer, like ruins shots, which I kind of partially agree. Um, however, I feel like nine times out of 10, like I could get a decent shot out of it. Cause like, I really like when they, cause it goes to like dark and it kind of has like a, like for like the splitest second, there's like a purple hue. Yeah. Cause the they lights. have purple fill lights. Yes. That when that, and I'm just like spraying and praying and I get that, <laughs> that looks really cool. Um, so I almost like kind of wish they would just keep the purple on for longer. I do with that. I noticed uh, because I was sick and had to watch the game from home. The I saw like one of the first times recently on the on the most recent game the the video uh, the videographer. I think f- they've started figuring out like what to do with the light show because mm-hmm. on the last game they like immediately cut to a view of the supporter section with the flags and the smoke, yeah. which looks really cool with the lights flashing on and off. Like it, if you know where to, where to look, you can get like really good shots with mm-hmm. the, with the lights when they're strobing. Yeah. I, I, I actually had, I watched that one from home as well. And I know exactly the moment you're talking about. It reminded me of, you know, like the first, like the first star Wars of like the newest trilogy like when those new when the stormtroopers were coming in like in the in the ship or whatever yeah and then it was like it was dark and you'd see the lights flash and you'd see like the helmets i don't know i don't know if you guys are even comprehending what i'm talking about (laughs) but but like it was just a really cool visual like that it was just like really great camera work and then and then just to see that capture like for the soccer thing i it reminded me i need to go back i was going to try to get like a little gif of that because it's really cool looking it was right after nadia scored i remember I would love, so one of my favorite parts about the light show that I would love to get like a gif of, I mean, it'd be hard to shoot right, but like when the players are are walking back and the lights Mm -hmm. are doing the circle around the stadium, their shadows do like, do like a circle on the field around them. And it's such a cool look from above. And I think it would make a really cool gif if you captured it properly from above yeah that'd be sick just like a wide angle like a constant wide angle shot of yeah the of just the yeah, shadow be... spinning around in circles <laughs> yeah that'd be sick yeah. now connor of, of the full like game day like routine that you go to go through for a little city and racing um what is i guess your favorite part of, of these of these matches like is a certain part within the match something like before or after like what, what is your favorite thing to shoot um i mean first thing i thought of uh was just walk-ins are always kind of fun um usually if racing a lot of, has a lot of high energy they love love getting the walk-in shots um so do the blue city boys they love it um that's when like like i feel like if i'm not there like i feel like i'm like letting them down like because like the, the, the loose city guys they come like like 
Okay, I was, I was gonna. So, so nice. are you talking about the like arrive at the stadium? Yes, fashion yes. About like when they, yeah. yes, before like at like five o'clock, they're coming in looking, looking dapper, like the boys looks... get dressed up. I was, I've mentioned this to, <laughs> to, to Hallie before. It's like the the racing ladies got to step up the, the game. Yeah, uh, the walking game, fashion wise. That's what I'm saying. I w- I think at the I know at the beginning of the year they would go to the training facility and get taped up before they came. Yeah, they. They, they have like, like a casual... team thing they have to go to ahead of time, which is why yeah. they're normally just in like athletic gear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I feel like the other teams in the NWSL do really good walk-in shots. Yeah. I feel like maybe they can they could orient their day a little bit better to, no, to get totally some good shots. So the, the funny thing about the walk-ins, and I think it was Haley that told me this, is that like it started because they just kind of wanted to like as a one-off get pictures of it, but the guys loved it so much it became like a regular thing. Yeah, I just think it's hilarious how it's how it's been how it's become a thing because they liked it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like they usually all like sometimes they have like a theme. Like um, yesterday they all or not yesterday last game they all came in with like wearing like uh, sports jerseys. Like um, that was like their their that, theme. Yeah. Sometimes um, forget they have they have other themes. Like usually it's like maybe black or something. But can't um, wait for Halloween. Yeah. that'd be cool i i remember <laughs> east i think uh racing played like on easter or near easter and katie lund came in like a easter bunny suit that was funny um they're, they're, you'll never know what you're gonna see when they when they uh, turn that corner you just never know <laughs> that's funny i like that um so goal wise for you connor like what's what are your goal, goals as a photographer like i guess short or long term or, or whatever um, I mean, eventually I want to be like an NFL team photographer eventually, like years, years, years from now. Um, but like working in like college athletics would also be fun. Like you're shooting like 22 sports, always something new going on. Um, there's a lot of probably a lot of different characters you could probably photograph. Um, that'd just be really fun. Always doing something new. Have you gotten to take any um any football ones before? I know it, obviously you do a lot of baseball and uh, soccer. Great um, football. I <laughs> I did uh, University of Louisville football versus Syracuse in like 2019, right before COVID. And I think I was gonna be get the chance to do it again in 2020, but then COVID really set back like everything. Yeah. Um, like I'm, it's still tough to get like credentials now because like they kind of like put the restrictions on, and then kind of some teams are like, oh, maybe we should just keep them on and like ruin it for everybody Ooh. but it's that's been that's been a work in progress but have you have you tried like any uh any at the high school level i mean i know some of these teams around here can draw cry crowd and, and no get, i actually uh, was just thinking attention. about it i was actually just looking up uh st x's and like trinity schedules and seeing how they would would align of mine that because that'd be also really cool the problem with there they play so late at night and their lighting's like not very good mm-hmm. so yeah. it just at that point it's like i don't know if it's worth it yeah, yeah a bunch of really, really grainy. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. <laughs> the challenges of the Friday night lights. Exactly. Very cool. Um, one thing, this isn't a question, just more of a comment. One thing uh, that I appreciate about the work that you do is, um, you know, I, I enjoy obviously looking at the pictures, but you're, I guess, one of the key contributors of helping preserve our club's history. You know, mm-hmm. we're, 
we're, you know, we're all going to have our memories of the games and, you know, we can go back and watch the the videos and stuff as well, but like the videos and the pictures, those are things that are really going to last. And I don't think there's as much of it from the early years, which happens to be the time frame I wasn't really around and, and missed. And so that's always been something that's very cognizant for me. And, mm-hmm. and so, uh, that's why I, you know, I try to do the writing in some way, shape or form. I want to help kind of preserve the history. And that's why I tinker with the film photography, but you, you capture a lot of the really great moments. So thank you for, for doing that. Yeah. I appreciate it. I definitely try to take a photojournalistic approach to documenting the games and whatnot while still shooting for the team and getting what, what we need as like, a, like on game day and whatnot. But thankfully like Logan and Haley and Jonathan, trust me enough and they let me do like pretty much whatever and and because they know i'll I'll, you know give them good stuff whether Mm -hmm. it be good for game day or just good for later um even if it's like from a year from now um yeah it's really fun just documenting just everything now i hope both you and the club are are hanging on tight to to all the pictures taken i don't want them to fall into a black hole we don't have them for the future i have so many backups it's not even funny (laughs) Drives on, drives on, drives. Dude, I literally have a whole basket of like 12 hard drives of like every, if I take a photo, it's backed up somewhere. It might take me like a few hours to find it, but give me some time, I'll find it. That is that like <laughs> my, my favorite part about taking film photos is that I've got those negatives in a box in the closet. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what happens to, to any of my hard drives, I, I do still have a thing I can stay, scan like physically as my, yep. my like safe backup. Negatives exactly. are the pictures. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I know I can't, I compete nor do I want to with, with like the likes of you. That's one, that's one thing that attracted me to the film photography. I'm like, well, I can bring something different to the equation, you know, mm-hmm. that real grain. Yeah, I, like I, also, I also shoot some film, but it's so hard to do it on a game day level because oh, yeah. I have to like cover so much other stuff like digitally. It's like if I take a film photo, I, we won't be able to use it for, you know, at least two, three days once we get it developed. Yeah. Like, but I do. Be, I probably should start bringing mine out more. I've been having a lot of fun with my half frame camera just because you get so much more ammunition out of each roll. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I still haven't even finished my first roll on it, so I'm excited to see that. Zach, did you have any additional questions for Connor? I think I had asked most of the things that I was. I think I really ran through on. everything. Thanks, thanks again for coming on, Connor. It was a really yeah, fun. It's fun to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there, one of the, go ahead. Is there anything you want to plug before we let you go? Do you have yeah. where can people see your stuff online other than uh, the the Dropbox that we they put all the game <laughs> pictures? Um, pretty much just Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think they are Connor Trace underscore. I think Twitter's like two underscores. Or my website, like connorscamera.com. Um, you look it up, or just Connor Cunningham Photographer, you'll find it. But that's about it. Very good. Well, yeah, thank you for being one of the uh, the unsung heroes of the team. People ingest <laughs> your work all the time. That They may have seen a name, maybe not, but now hopefully a few people know who you are. Yeah, you can put a, fo- a voice to the photos now. <laughs> yeah, we made, you go- <laughs> we made you go on the other side of the medium thing today. <laughs> yeah exactly so, well thanks again for joining us and uh want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to another episode of the vamos marados podcast as always a huge thank you for the state of louisville for hosting our podcast um zach and i we're going to do better about having a more regular cadence no promises no promises <laughs> but we're going to try it's a key word there uh you know with the 
with the Soccer City Radio on ESPN 680, 105.7. That's where we try to do more of the recaps. And we're going to take this more of a like an interviewee sort of approach and I guess things surrounding the match. So we got plenty of ideas in store. So stay tuned. Got maybe uh, maybe one more photographer in the works. Just a hint at the future. Oh, yes. So yes. this is quickly becoming our photography podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got other stuff too. We talk about data, other ner- <laughs> other nerd stuff. This is this is where we can see we can't be nerds on the radio. So this is where we get to really geek out about spreadsheets and photographs. Apparently, it's air quote not good for ratings. <laughs> People don't want to hear math. People tell us to stop talking about the nerd stuff on the radio. <laughs> doesn't translate well so all right well we're gonna let everybody go again thank you guys for tuning in and we we will be back soon vamos morados bye y'all